You're listening to KZAALP Santa Barbara 96.5 FM Gaza. Yo, here's a brand new unreleased song by the Runts. It's called Fence Walker. What's up, dude? We got Northeast LA on the radio station phone line or what? <laughs> what's up? How you doing, man? Yo, yo, yo. What's good? Um, all right. Got you on the line. Hang tight real quick. What's up to the radio listeners again? You're listening to KZAA LP 96.5 FM. You're listening to Your Life in America, broadcasting out of Casa de la Raza. Um, happy Thursday afternoon. Thanks for supporting thanks all the local radio listeners and if you um we just heard the new runts song fence walker and if you are streaming this episode uh thank you for listening you also just heard that brand new Runts song and um yeah we heard an awesome rock block as well um the partisans a bunch of other bands that rock block was made by our guest today and the link to that playlist will be in the description of this episode and um Man, I'm stoked, uh, honored to be joined by uh, Nick from the Runs today. Nick, what's up? How are you? I'm doing well, man. A little nervous, but I'm doing well. I'm just chilling right now. <laughs> Dude, you play like a million shows. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's a funny thing. A lot, a lot of people like. Um, I, I mean, we'll we'll probably get more into it too. But uh, before we play, we're all 
incredibly nervous. It's it's uh it's something that we just can't shake off, and I don't know why. But um, yeah, some people get mad at me because I'm always looking at like the guys while we're playing, and <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, you got to turn around and, and look at the crowd." And I'm not I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just it's so anxiety inducing. So yeah, but yeah, my my nerves are going for sure. But dude, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. It's it's an honor to be here. Um, and thank you for sharing some history with Casa de la Raza for me yesterday. Yeah. Um, some some awesome shows have gone down there, so I appreciate that. For sure, man, no doubt. Yeah, it's interesting um, just having, you know, doing booking local shows and, and having bands come through. There's a band, I won't put them on blast, from the East Coast, and, and I was talking to their vocalist before their set, and I noticed that he had, like, totally switched up. Like, he was, like, standing kind of in the corner. I was like, yo, are you good, dude? And he's all, yeah, man, I just get like this before we play. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, you guys rock. Like, he's like, yeah, I don't know. And then, obviously, the nerves go away. But um, I think that's good, man. It's a natural uh, natural human thing to feel that way, you know? Yeah. If, if you're not nervous, you're not, you're not doing it for fun. That's for sure. For sure, man. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, Casa de la Raza is awesome, um, very historical punk venue, and um, yeah, thank you so much for for coming on. I've been glad we got to glad we got to make it happen. Um, where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm I'm in Northeast LA right now, just at home, hanging out, just getting ready before I got to take off to like a cool worker dinner. Oh, nice. So mm-hmm. for those who don't know, uh, Northeast LA is consists of what cities? Um, it's like El Sereno, Highland Park, Glassville Park, Cypress Park, um, Mount Washington. Uh, it's between Glendale and Pasadena. Got you. Avenues. They got all the avenues down there. Avenue 50. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I, actually, I actually, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Avenue 50, uh, art studio. I think it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I actually interviewed a lady who had an installation there, um, at, like a really, really cool installation at the Avenue 50 Art Studio, and I went down and saw it, and um, that was the last time I was down there in Highland Park. Oh, nice. The one by the train tracks? Yeah, exactly. Right next to cool. the train tracks, yeah. Yeah, very familiar with that spot. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, If you so you want to share a little bit about the uh, playlist you made? Um, sure. Yeah. There's some some uh, some good jams on there. Yeah, thank you, man. So um, I made sure to include um, some of my personal favorite bands. Um, Modest Mouse is being the top one, but that's I I always have to be specific. It's Modest Mouse pre two thousand and four. So, um, but <laughs> before um, Float On was that before? Yeah, Float on? <laughs> I mean, Float On's not a terrible song. That's you a know? great I'll song. Jam yeah. it every now and then. But um, but yeah, everything before that is just it's just like musical genius. But um, they're they're a huge influence for myself and the Runts. Um, our latest EP was was titled, um, you know, a- after them. Um, they, they they've just they've always been a band that I've stuck with uh, so long. I actually just saw them at the Hollywood Bowl recently with my brother, and um, you know, we were we were like, okay, every time they play a banger, we're gonna light one up. And by the fifth song, we were like, we gotta, we gotta chill. <laughs> Cause they just, they just kept awesome. going. They just kept going. But yeah, so then I also included the Partisans. Um, they're probably the band that like started the runs. Um, that's the first time I, I ever heard a punk band, you know, besides like Ramones and all, all the other kind of entry level stuff. But the Partisans was the first band that I, that I heard where I was like, 
holy cow, this is amazing. Uh, the energy and everything about that. Um, I also included Pinback. Uh, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, Title Fight, obviously, you know. Then some Big Boy was in there. They've been a big influence as well. Definitely. And Rabbit, who we're going on tour with. Um, yeah, that, that Rabbit EP that they just released, I, I can't stop listening to it. I, I seriously listen to it every day. So I'm uh, just excited I can share some of my favorite music with, with some folks. Maybe they haven't uh, heard of them yet. Definitely, man. Yeah, really, uh, really cool playlist. Um, the Partisans were one of my first punk bands that I loved. 17 Years of Hell was my MySpace song at one point yeah. back in the day <laughs> for like ever. Um, man, MySpace days. I love that. Yep. Yeah, I, I love I love um, the Partisans. Yeah, uh, Title Fight, Trapped Under Ice, all kinds of good stuff on there, man. So, um, yeah, if you're listening um, on radio or streaming, uh, the or not radio listeners, but streaming listeners, uh, the link to that playlist is will be in the description. Just look and you can and you can check it out. It's all those songs put together. Um, Dude, the new song, I had listened to it when you sent it to me like last week. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, in the studio we have like bigger headphones, speakers, all that stuff. Like, it's so good, man. Um, Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. It's definitely like a, like a, um, like the slower part. It's just really good. If you want to share a little bit about that new song and, and kind of plans for maybe when it would come out and how. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the song's called Fence Walker. Um, it, it's kind of funny at a time that it's coming out because we, we wrote it a couple months ago. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just about people in punk who want to be apolitical. And, you know, to us, that's just, that's so ironic because punk is political. You know, if, if you don't have a stance on, you know, the exploitation of modern society, then how can you consider yourself a punk rocker? So it's kind of a call out to people just to, hey, you got to pick a side. Um, you can't just sit in the middle and be neutral. It's a terrible position to be in. It's it's how our governments get worse and worse. You know, um, some people feel like they don't have a voice, but I promise you, if you dig in deep enough, um, you you can make strides in whatever you need to accomplish, especially in your local community. But um, yeah, I, I don't know when we're gonna release that. Probably in a month or so. We, we always record something and push it out right away. And it's just, <clears throat> we're not always entirely happy with it on the outcome. So we're taking our time. We're getting some art done. Um, but yeah, this song is my absolute favorite one. I, I think it's all of our favorite ones. Uh, we recorded it with uh, Taylor at the pit. Um, and that man is a genius. You know, if anyone's looking to record uh, music, hit him up because when we came in, you know, we had a good song, but dude, that guy made it so much better. That's awesome. So a, a bit, a big shout out to him for sure. But yeah, hopefully in the next month or so it'll come out. Nice. Um, and are you thinking, I mean, oh, actually, okay, we're going to get into the situation or not the situation, but what, what's coming up in the near future, um, for the runs. And, um, yeah, I mean, any hardcore record that's been, you know, I mean, he just, Taylor Young just redid the cold as life record and you know um the drain like all the big releases that have come out that's where they're coming out of yeah it was an honor i mean i emailed him and from the conversation he seemed stoked and i was like what this guy wants to record us like that i i, I was just kind of shooting in the dark but th that man's incredible honestly um so I, I was just happy to do that you know it's something that 
when I die, I can always look back on and be proud of for sure. That's right. Yeah, it's interesting too because, you know, um, the Runt's sound is probably different than what he's used to recording, but he did the uh, Human Garbage record, and that record turned out, like, amazing, their, their most yeah. recent one. Yeah, big shout out to them too. They're uh, they're definitely up and coming. I, I'm seeing them on some really good shows, and I have a lot of respect for those guys. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, if you want to share with us what you do in the runs and who the other members are, and um, if there's any other bands or any other projects you guys are involved in that you want to share with us, sure. Yeah, so there's there's five of us technically in the band. Um, you know, my name's Nick, and I sing uh, or yell. Uh, we have Isaac who plays bass. And he also has a side project called Brainwash, which is incredible. You should check out. Um, Eddie does drums, and Cameron does guitar. And he's in Chimera, which is another incredible band. Uh, then we have Danny, who uh, doesn't play an instrument, but he's been our boy since the beginning. And so we, like, you know, unofficially put him in the uh, in the band. But he's a videographer, and a lot of bands have been hitting him up lately because his work is, just speaks for itself. He's so good. Dude, that's what's up. There's always there's always like an extra member that's a homie, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always. For sure, that's what's up. Um, so, so you guys are on like I don't want to call it like a farewell tour, but you're kind of uh, you're kind of like playing your last shows in different areas right now, right? Yep, definitely. So, um, and then so so this is basically the last. Uh, last couple months of the runs right correct yeah so we initially we were going to end by by the end of this year but um you know i had some medical complications that kind of pushed it back a couple months we actually had a tour during this time after um i had surgery and um we're just going to run it back i, I wish we can get to more places because there's you know it's it, it feels incredible to have people ask us to come to their cities, but totally. there's just no time to, to book everything. So we're just trying to get as much as possible. There are still some shows out of state that we're doing, but yeah, we're, we're kind of pri primarily going to be in the local area. Um, just kind of wrapping things up with everything in February 9th and 10th. For sure. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about those last shows. Um, glad that you're, that you're doing better uh, physically, man. It's good to hear. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, what's gonna? What's uh, are you are you gonna start another band after the runs or what? Um, I, I don't think so. Um, I I, I want to get into politics. I feel it's time for, for sure, me yeah. to uh, stop, uh, like you know, yelling and complaining about the things <laughs> we're singing about, and actually and doing something about it. You know, definitely. I have a. Yeah, I, I have an I have a pretty strong opinion on people who kind of stick around too long because, you know, then you're just part of the capitalist machine and you're not really contributing to punk. Um, you know, some people have said, well, you know, you can influence kids, and I mean, I get that. You know, like the subhumans or the partisans definitely influence me to to think the way that I do. But I just I feel like we can get further if we actually do what we're talking about. Totally. So. I'm, I'm always going to play music, you know, like it's like if you go to like a homie's house and they might paint and they hang it up in their wall, but they don't kind of like show it off. Like, um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely be doing stuff like that. I, I always want to make music. It's a creative outlet for me. So I, I just I always want to be doing it for sure. And you'll have the rest of your life to attend shows and have fun attending, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what's up, man. Well, much, much respect to you. Um, so. 
I wanted to ask you about playing Sound and Fury. Like that was how was that for you in the band? That was oh man, that's probably one of our top shows. Um, to be like included in the hardcore community as much as they've embraced us, it's it, it feels good, you know, like to kind of cross over like that. Um, Martin and Riley and um, you know a couple of other folks on the team hit us up, and I couldn't believe it when I saw the text message. I was like, dude, what? They want us to play, and then the spot that they gave us, like. We were we were over some bands and I'm like, dude, there's no way these guys are smoking stuff. There's no way we're gonna go like over them, you know? But yeah. it was incredible, you know. A bunch of people popped out. It was good pits. It was just it was so awkward though because we were the first band where you know they had the, these barricades, and uh, Big Boy I believe just played before us on the other side and they killed it like they absolutely killed it, and people tore down the barriers. So on our stage, they tied them down and they put signs up like, do not get on stage. And it was just so confusing. So the first thing I did was rip it off. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But besides that, you know, everything was, was incredible. Um, but yeah, that, that had to be one of the top shows, you know, and just, and just, I remember walking in and Brandon from Big Boy stopped me and, you know, asked if I, I was in the runs and, he said some incredible words um and I, I don't think that man knows how much that meant to me because when i when he had told me that i was like damn we're doing the right thing you know yeah. so so big shout out to him for sure dude that's what's up you guys yeah you guys killed it at sound and fury for sure and um yeah it was i, I don't know when i when the lineup got released i i was thought it was very fitting that you got you know because sound and fury does that they'll kind of throw on bands that aren't necessarily like you know straight up like only hardcore like there's always different um you know types of bands but i was not surprised to see you guys on there and was stoked that you played in the spot you did as like a you know tried and true southern california la band diy like just you know i thought that was awesome and and yeah thank you for sure and if, for anyone listening if uh brandon from big boy was on the show like two months ago you can listen to that um interview and um yeah that was a fun that was a fun day fun weekend for sure it was i wish i remembered most of it because i was i was hammered most of it but hey, it's it a, was fun there's there things that popped up yeah man i mean that's the way to do it it's, you got your it's fun that's what you know playing one of the best if not the best diy fest in or hardcore fest in the country in your hometown mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah it, it was an honor like it's i still have the band you know i still have the, the 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 poster like i'm gonna keep everything for life you know for sure that's what's up um so and you guys just played recently with the subhumans right yep yeah that was that was in santa Ana at the observatory that show was wild man people were lining up early there was a lot of runs t-shirts out there so that was cool um that that was a really fun show uh we we said yes to that because again subhumans is a big part of who we are and our bass player isaac probably would have just fought us if we said no <laughs> but you know it, it, like going back to the anxiety thing it was funny because right before we played cameron and i were outside we hadn't even drink yet right so but we were outside throwing up next to my truck in the backstage <laughs> and and isaac was in the bathroom doing it and eddie didn't but i know he was nervous you know we were yeah. all nervous but just it's just something that you just shake off after the first song like like a lot of times if you look at live footage you could see 
like our faces go white because we're just so nervous, you know, but a after you get into it and you're just like, oh yeah, we're just playing music. Like who cares what's going on around us? And it, it feels normal and natural again. For sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I know that that's the thing. I, like I was, I shared that story earlier, but I interviewed a uh, young gov or Ben from no warning. And he talked a lot about that, about just like, you know, as big as no warning got and traveling the world and playing like every show he would get that way. And like be physically like sick before playing and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But when you're done, it's just like, there's no, th that's probably the thing that I'm going to miss the most besides, you know, playing with my boys, but just like the feeling you get after the show and, and all the anxiety and like, it's just, it's the greatest therapy session you can ever go through. When, when I would see a therapist, he would have me like yell as loud as I can in the middle of a room. And I, I know that sounds crazy, but um, it, it feels so good. You know, you're like, shocking your central nervous system you know and just getting getting it all out and so it's it's a good way to reset you know and i'm just happy and fortunate to be doing that while playing music for sure man i it's uh you know to like an outsider like a observatory show probably looks a little more normal but like you know a a, a straight up like local or diy show, even like a sound and fury type show where people are just going nuts and stage diving and Mm -hmm. piling up and moshing like you know it's to me i know it's like the most cathartic like even just as an attendee as a fan like being yeah, definitely. that intimate with your favorite band and being able to sing the words and being able to do that like it's the best 20 dollars i could ever spend you know yeah definitely i want to like give a shout out to security at at the observatory at least this specific team they were they were super chill we had a lot of stage divers that night and i was i was honestly surprised they were just letting them go and i was like this is sick That's so what's up. yeah I, I was happy for that for sure i saw last time i saw subhumans was like 2006 at the showcase theater um and they were so good dude like they were so good do they still got it or what they still got it for sure they still got it yeah they, they love what they do we were able to talk to them for a little bit um are they still and, yeah. all, are they still all grimy and like crusty <laughs> yeah, i'm not they don't smell or anything know, you know I'm but yeah kidding. they definitely they, def they definitely look like it for sure <laughs> but no they're, they're they're cool dudes for sure legends but, yeah, for sure, it was man. fun legends for sure for sure um how was your that's really awesome you got to play your final bay show at the gilman uh how was that yeah that was incredible you know um danny had hooked that up for us and we played the Gilman when we were like, I think like 17 or 18 years old before we took like that 10 year hiatus. But um, I remember the first time we played there, there was like four people and, <laughs> you know, and, and, and honestly that, that shouldn't matter. You know, like if there's anyone listening, that's like starting a band, dude, you're going to play in front of one person or a thousand or 10,000. Yep. You play it like it's no matter what, like how you just want to do it, you know? Yep. Um, and, and I think that's what helped, help, has helped our band out for sure. Um, but yeah, this last time was incredible. It was a packed house. We played with Spinebreaker. Uh, you know, for them to say yes to play with us, I was just like, dang, that's wild, you know? So yeah. it, it was an honor, you know, especially to close it out at the Gilman. So sick. And then Brandon's other band, Seltzer, played, right? Uh, they actually had to drop out. Oh, oh man. Okay. I was so, yeah, dude, I was so stoked for that. I'm a Seltzer so, super fan, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I love it. I was so stoked. But Brandon, uh, so I, I think one of their members had to go out and, and play another show okay. um, 
or, or something had happened, but Brandon popped out and we hung out for a little bit and you know, he was like moss and everything. So I was, awesome, just, I was stoked dude. to see him. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah. I love seltzer, man. I, I want to see them really bad. I love that. Um, EP that yeah, it's really out. refreshing. Isn't yeah, it? Super refreshing. Like I was listening yeah, to yeah. it all summer, man. I was like, this is like, I really, I really, I really love that EP. Um, so, and then you guys are playing, uh, in my, not my, I grew up in Corona. So Riverside's right next door, but you guys are playing, um, there tomorrow my friends in Torreno are playing that show as well um nice. oh, yeah. yeah if you want to share a little bit about that show yeah um yeah we're so i mean it's uh it's gonna be our last time in the ie um but yeah we're playing riverside at, i think it's called the rain cross district or something like that and you know we got like torena on there shred bundy jackknife um, and a, a bunch of sick ass bands. Sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. A bunch you can of sick say bands. ass. It's okay. 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 Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's but, good. Uh, I should have yeah. gave you the uh, the cans and cans. My bad. Yeah. No. No worries. No worries. But um. But yeah, Riverside is is one of my favorite places to play. Rivas. Um. Yeah. And I'm gonna say that too about about uh you know Lancaster the following day. But the people really show out. I think the last time we played Riverside. Um, you know, it was like a back backyard DIY show, but there was like 500 people and it was just rowdy. So I know tomorrow's going to be in the venue. It's going to run a little late. We play like at 11.15, but um, I'm hoping people got that energy and, and pop out for it. But it, it should definitely be a good one. For sure. And then you got your uh, final high desert show on Saturday, right? With Shiva? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. We played with them before. Great band. Um uh smoke 909 is going to be there too so that's going to be really cool i saw that's them right. play with scalp uh last week and they're incredible so i'm stoked for that but yeah when the runs were younger when we were like 15 16 17 we we played the lancaster palmdale area a lot and so that's actually where our original logo comes from there's a gentleman out there uh who created it for us and so it's definitely got a special place in our hearts nice that's what's up and then you're heading to play a final show in Vegas, right? Yeah. Uh, it's so funny. I hate when people, oh, I, I don't like saying that word, but I really disliked how everyone kept putting final show, final show. <laughs> but I get, I get why they're doing it. You know, I get why they're doing it. But the, the, commu like, the communication, uh, it's, just, it's just so all over the place. It's funny because my, clo my closest friends are like, how many final shows do you have, dude? And I'm just like, I'm not telling anybody to put that, man. I'm yeah, just, yeah. You know, like. But um, I think it's yeah. cool. I, I think, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you're you're obviously very humble, um, but, yeah, you know, you. people love the runs. And it's I think it's I, I think probably people are like, yo, if you want to see this band, especially out of California, like this is going to be your last time, you know, because people obviously yeah. love you guys from from all over. Yeah, Vegas is another cool spot, man. We we do really well over there, and it's gonna be the first time we play. Actually, no, the second time the Barrio Bowl. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it gets wild there, so I'm I'm sure it's gonna be insane. I just I always tell people get rowdy, just not too rowdy. You know, we're we're there to, you know, we're there we're there because we're like minded individuals and we want to have fun. If you want to go in the pit, go hard. You know, if you don't want to get hit, stand Stay outside. Away. But don't be but, all you know, drunk and get mad when someone bumps into you and try to fight. Somebody. Yeah, you know, like the fighting and stuff. Like, oh, it's so ridiculous. But I think that's just because I'm like 34 years old and I see a bunch of these kids. <laughs> I mean, I, I was acting, I was acting the same way too. I just, I hope everybody grows up. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, no, I'm, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm super stoked. I'm 32, so 
I yeah, I, I feel you. Did you ever go to any shows at the Showcase Theater? Yeah, we we actually played there with uh, Funeral Dress and like Career Soldiers a long time oh, ago. Oh, dude, I was at that show. Oh, nice. So yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't even. I I because I I think I saw you guys somewhere else. Did you ever play at the Alpine? In uh, Ventura. I'm not, I'm not sure, man. Okay, my, but, my brain is like mush from <laughs> from the old days, dude. But maybe yeah. that was it because I couldn't. Me too, because like I've been sober for a while now. But um, in those days. Um, I was drinking a lot of King Cobras and <laughs> just, yeah, you know, everybody's first 40. <laughs> come on, man. Of course. Of course. Um, but dude, I was at that show, funeral dress, career soldiers. That was a career soldiers are probably like my favorite street punk band of all time. Like, I, yeah, they're sick. They're singers like a country singer now. <laughs> like, no way. Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll have to like find his. Out. I hit him. I'll have to find his hint too because I, cause I, I don't know how I came across it. And I, I, saw, I was like DMing him like every day like, yo, bring career soldiers back. Bring career soldiers back. <laughs> and I think he was like surprised that I even like found him and knew that he was Dude, I'm sick of messaging him. <laughs> I'm going to message him from the Runs account for sure. <laughs> you should. I'll find it bring and I'll send back. it to you. Dude, one yeah, of my please. favorite, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, honestly, was Career Soldiers. Um, yeah, Showcase was the spot, man. I grew up, I could skate there in ten minutes, and so I grew up going to you know tons of shows there. Um, you know, the band like the Decrats and um, Latex Lads, and those were like the local punk bands in Corona at the time. Yeah, hell yeah. Have you seen the documentary? They they pulled one out fairly recently. Yeah, the showcase documentary. Yeah, it's sick. It's kind of sad yeah, I, for me to watch because I wish they. It's just like because it's empty, dude. Like it's literally like just empty. Like no one's ever yeah. bought it. No one's ever done anything with it. So when I visit there and stuff, I see it. And uh, yeah, those are just like my first, my early days of punk and hardcore were there. You know. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, it, it has a special place in my heart. It's it's going to be a legendary venue for as, you know, for all of us. But yeah, it, it's unfortunate what happened to it. You know, Re like that area definitely needs something to come up like that again. Yeah, that was the only cool thing about Corona Man was <laughs> showcase. And, Cor hey, and the name too, dude. <laughs> yeah, Corona Crown Town, man. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to all my homies that are locked up from Fourth oh Street. man <laughs> yeah no i growing up in the ie was was it was a crazy thing it was like skateboarding showcase theater like that was pretty much it <laughs> yeah that's funny um and then and then you guys got um so so the true true final two shows two nights at the lodge room right mm -hmm. yep um, was was did you pick that specifically because it's kind of the venue in Northeast LA? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the Lodge Room, and and I'm probably gonna get some flack for this just because you know there's there's some people in, in my community about you know gentrification and stuff, and I totally side with them. Um, but this is like an independently owned venue, it, so it used to be like an old Masonic temple. You know, I've been at Quinceañeras there. Uh, it, it's been there for a long time. Um, it was bought a few years ago, um, but from my experience and all the research that I've done, uh, you know, this place is as good as you can get when you're trying to make money, if that makes sense. You know, um, we, when we, we had actually our first headlining show in Los Angeles this year at the Lodge Room, and it sold out to our surprise. I remember and that. And they, you know, they asked us how much 
do you want to get paid? And, and we said, we don't want anything. I just want to pay all the bands and donate everything to LA Tenants Union. And they were down with that. They didn't take a single dollar except, sorry, for they took $1,000 to pay, you know, the bartenders, security, the sound and lighting engineers, stuff like that, which makes sense, right? You know, they're working. They got to get paid. But that's all they took. Everything else went to LA Tenants Union. Um, for our final shows, uh, we kept the ticket prices as low as possible because I'm like, I'm trying to pay like all the band. We're paying them like even the opening band, 600 bucks, you know, and nice. that may not sound like a lot to, you know, people who are listening, but in music, <laughs> if you get offered something like that, that's pretty insane to be opening. I mean, sometimes you walk away with a hundred bucks. I remember those days too. And oh, you're yeah. like, what am I going to do with this? You know, or 50. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or nothing. <laughs> yeah, and they're actually lowering all the prices on alcohol that night, too. But, yeah, I mean, they, they took care of us, and, and they continue to take care of us, and we have open conversation with them. The, the night we played the Lodge Room uh, earlier this year, we probably had, like, 75 people backstage. It was insane. And we ran out of beer so fast that they were bringing up warm beer from the cellar just to stock it up. <laughs> That's awesome. And they didn't, char- they, they didn't charge us uh, anything for it. They just let it happen, you know? So I'm going to give them a big shout out because I think it's a good venue. It's, it's beautiful. The, the interior is still there and they're doing a lot of work with our community, you know, and um, it's getting better and better for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. I will say I had, I did have one bad experience at the lodge room where uh, I just don't think they were, it was when Tear played there. Um, it mm-hmm. was like one of the first shows out of the pandemic. And um, I got like the security like got all crazy with me after I dove. And like were like grabbing me and like like trying to put like my arm behind my back. Like super crazy. Yeah, and um, yeah, which it was like. So anyways, um, someone like posted something about it and then sent it to me. And then the lodge room ended up like sending me a message on Instagram and like apologizing to me and like asking me like, Hey, you know, if you have any suggestions of what we could do differently, like we're trying to figure out how to do these kind of shows. And like, ever since then it was like mad respect for that venue, you know? Yeah. You're not going to get a lot of businesses that do that. And for them to even no never, no one ever does that. dude. Like, that was like ultimate respect, dude. It was like so cool, man. Like I, I told them like, no worries at all. Like I, I wasn't even tripping on it. Like I'm used to that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, it was really dope. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for those shows. I mean, the lineups like it's thirty bucks. You got to see, I think, like fifteen bands. You know, again, and they don't even charge these like ridiculous like Ticketmaster Live Nation fees. Um, but you got to see Big Boy and Scalp, you know, and, and everyone <laughs> sure. else on that. And I was surprised that they said yes to it because those bands are both bigger than us, you know. Um, they, they could do that show with a sick lineup on their own, but to have them say yes, it's an honor. And so uh, I, every band that said yes, you know, I, I want to say thank you to them. Um, we, we listen to them. Like every band on that on that bill is in my favorites playlist when I jump in my car and just start listening to music. So I'm super, super stoked for that. And I'm pretty sure it's almost close to selling out, even though it's like four or five months away. So I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. For sure. Yeah, I'll I'll tell my my, Tony who sings in Bent Blue is one of my best friends. And uh, yeah, 
he'll he'll be happy to to know that you like bent blue <laughs> yeah yeah dude shout out to bent blue i i legit have them in my favorites playlist so yeah yeah i gotta tell That's tony cool. that because he, he he he's he's too critical of, of bent blue you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, when you care about something, it's kind of what happens. For sure. Um, right on, man. Well, well, congratulations on, on just being such a force of a band and, and being able to put together a, a really awesome string of shows, you know, in California and, and up north and, and all that stuff. Um, I did want to touch on, I think a lot of people don't realize that the Runs have been a band for for longer than just the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to ask you about like when exact, how and when exactly did the band start? Sure. Um, so these timelines, they get a little fuzzy in my head again. King Cobras, man, then, it's all good. <laughs> King Cobras and Mickey. King Cobras but, when uh, weed was $20 a gram. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we started. So my brother, uh, my brother, myself, and our two best friends, Diego and Andrew, and then Charles joined right after that, uh, which we, you know, considered like the OG lineup or whatever. Um, we were all like learning how to play instruments at Ramona Hall in Highland Park. Uh, it's something our parents kind of sent us to just to kind of kill time while they were working and stuff. Um, and so when you got to a certain point, they formed a band out of people from the drum class and the guitar class. And because we already knew each other and we were already going to school, uh, we decided to start that band together, and <laughs> the man, like, if I can go back in time and change the name, I would. I say that all the time, you know. And people are like, "Oh, just chill." But we were originally called the Black Powdered Biscuits because we went onto like a <laughs> website. Yeah, it's so bad, dude. So <laughs> awesome. we went onto <laughs> we went onto a website, and we were like band name generator, <laughs> and it there gave us that. And we we're like, whatever, you know. Um, but we 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 changed it to the Run shortly after that. Um, from there, we just started connecting around people that we knew in Highland Park. Um, shows were like really segregated back then. Uh, if you want, like you know, thrash, metal, punk, they never intermixed until we started hitting up our homies, especially you know people like Edwin from the Rails. The Rails weren't a band back then, but you know he he was in a band back then. Um, we hit up uh, Lethal Dosage, which is a thrash band, and we're like you know let's start playing shows together. And so it's kind of how like it all started back then. Uh, from there, we you know we kind of ventured out to La Puente and started uh, playing with like Fatal Ride and Destructive Bastards a lot. Um, I think around the time I was like twenty twenty one, we stopped the band, and we always blame my brother, uh, the drummer, for it because he went off to college first, and so you know from there it just kind of like teetered off. Um, when I was, I think I was like 30. Yeah, I was 30. It was right before COVID happened. I decided I wanted to like start the band back up. And um, there was just something kind of missing in my life, you know, like, quote unquote, I had the white picket fence life, you know, like everything was great. I bought my own house. I was chilling, you know, whatever. But it was just boring. And I'm like, dude, this is what I got to do for the next like 40 years. This is crazy. So <laughs> for sure, we, we, start, we started practicing again. And that's when we got you know, some of the guys together, um, and COVID happened. And so we had to kind of pause for a little bit, but the first show that we did, um, back was in 2020 at, uh, G park, Garbanzo skate park. And that's because of an amazing person, uh, chase, uh, may he rest in peace. 
Um, he was mm. a fan of the runs when we were like 16 years old. I remember sneaking him into like a Veruca show. I just gave him like an instrument cable and I said, dude, just say you're a tech dude. <laughs> I don't know. Just, just walk in. Yeah. And so I was skating at G Park and he's like, hey, Nick, let's throw a show. And I'm like, dude, you're crazy. So, you know, we did that. And that's kind of how everything from the near future started and how it got to where we are now. So, um, yeah, you know, I love Chase. I miss him. But the runs would be nothing without that, man. For sure. For sure. Um, so so you guys started playing when you first started. So you guys were all going and, you know, learning instruments and stuff. Did you know, like, were you guys all into punk and stuff already at that time? Um, I mean, I was listening to, like, I don't want to say weenie stuff because they're good. Mu it's good music, you know? Like, there's so many, like, gatekeepers out there. But, like, <laughs> Static X, you know, Ramones, yeah. Limp Bizkit. Damn, uh, Static X. That's a deep cut right there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thought about Slipknot, that band forever. You know, stuff like that. And so, Diego, um, he was he was hanging. He went to Franklin High School. And at the time, you know, it was either you're a punk or a cholo, and that was it. And so he's like, well, I guess I'm going to be a punk. So he started hanging out with these guys um, from uh, and he started showing us this music, and we're like, dude, this is cool. And, yeah. you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't really good at guitar, so I was like, can I just yell? I, I can't sing, because if you hear me sing, it's crap. But, <laughs> um, but I was like, hey, maybe I could try yelling, so... We just started doing that, and that's kind of how it, how we got into this kind of music. Nice, cause cause so that was like probably like two thousand four, two thousand five, around that time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that was a like punk was like was like really popping at that time, like 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 this like street punk and like backyard punk, and because I was in in Corona at that time, and we had you know I feel like it was like. I, I'm not. I'm calling it this so the listeners understand. Like spiky okay. hair punk. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, uh, like bands like a Global Threat, Cheap Sex, The Virus, Dude, like, Global Threat. Yeah, like those. I remember seeing those. Like going to those shows and 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 then like that was that was a really 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 good time in Southern California for for punk. You know. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, yeah, we were fortunate to come up in time because. It definitely helped us, but yeah, I remember those days. I'm always gonna be nostalgic of them, you know. I even used to like sew my my jeans and make my jacket and all that stuff. So, dude, yeah, me um, too. Before I got into hardcore, I was, you know, I mean, I still love Career Soldier is one of my favorite bands of all time. I love that you dropped that because people don't, that you know, that's like you gotta have been there to remember the Career Soldiers, you know? Yeah, wild, um, dude, wild times, honestly, wild times, but. <laughs> If we're talking like blurry times. Those are the blurry times for me. Yeah, <laughs> spending all my money for the show on on King Cobra and weed, and then getting in somehow and just circle pitting for like three hours straight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if I did that now, I'd probably die. Dude. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. I dude, I play a show and my whole body is sore the next day. <laughs> my neck has been hurting for five days straight, man. I'm like, dude, I'm only 34, man. No more, please. I, I know. I I feel you. Um, well, that's sick. I'm glad. I'm glad that the band got back together. And then, and you know, as the as shows started to start happening again, it seemed like. You guys were playing, and the first time I, I guess I, I'm, I had to have seen you guys at a funeral dress gig, 
unless I was outside drinking or something, but <laughs> I was definitely Typical. at that show. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, you guys came out and played Oxnard um, mm -hmm. in, at the Oxnard Performing Arts Center. I want to say that was 2000, was last year or maybe, I can't remember. Uh, it's probably two years. No, not, not, that was last year. That was last year. Yeah, and then you played um, you played the skate the skate jam. Uh, yeah, that was so much fun, dude. Dude, oh that God, was, was a so yeah. As I'd seen you guys before. Oh, and then I saw you at a CY Fest uh, last year, and you guys played mm -hmm. on the big stage and killed it there. That's when Thank I realized you. how sick the runs were, dude. When I saw you guys play at CY Fest, I was like, "Yo, this band is so sick!" Like, yeah, you guys you guys killed that set, and then um, yeah the skate jam man you got the crowd going big time yeah yeah that was fun i was surprised because you know it looked like a more hardcore crowd but it worked out you know it's just you just got to do what you got to do you know and just believe in it and and people will believe too for sure yeah that was but yeah that was a fun set for sure um so so you're you're highland park born and raised yep yeah yeah still living here too not in Highland Park. Now I'm in Mount Washington, Glassell Park, but but close enough. I'm still in the Northeast. That's right. And you own your own house? Uh, not at the moment. I did before, but no, not at the moment. I, I sold it uh like a few years ago. Okay, respect, man. Yeah. That, that's probably that's pretty respectable to to be able to buy your own house in Southern California. It's not easy yeah, to thank do. You. <laughs> no, it's, dude, it's not. It's just. Man, I just spent no time there, you know? I was just always out trying to figure out what my next steps were, and I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'll figure this out later. If I did it once, I could do it again. So it's got to hustle for it, you know? For sure. And so um, once you started singing after deciding that you weren't going to play guitar, did is do you still enjoy doing vocals more than anything, or have you picked up guitar or anything over the years? Uh, I mean... I, I, like when we write new songs uh you know i'll throw riffs into the hat too and yeah sometimes the guys are like no nah, that's whack or you know we're obviously a lot nicer to each other because we we have <laughs> yeah. a democratic like when we write music we have a democratic process if it doesn't pass the sniff test with all of us then we toss it but um but yeah primary i mean i i love i love singing you know i love jumping up and down i love just yelling it, it feels amazing you know if i it's the only place I can do it without looking like a psycho. Because if you saw me doing that <laughs> in the street, you know, you're like, whoa, what's wrong with that guy? But <laughs> I, sure. I love playing guitar, too. Um, there's a song that Cameron sings called uh, RCP Blank U. And um, and sometimes he doesn't want to do it. I'm like, dude, please, you know, because I, I want to play the guitar so bad on the stage. You know, like one day I want to just play the guitar and just jump off with it. Yeah. I might do that at the lodge room. But but yeah, I, I love singing and, and equally as much. I love I love playing the guitar. For sure. Um, and we, we kind of talked about this, but I, I think it's really cool that you guys have been able to kind of play the cross between um, hardcore shows and punk shows. Because not every mm -hmm. not every band gets to you know experience both of those worlds because they're very different you know like having been to straight punk shows and having been to straight hardcore shows like they're they're very different vibes so um, how do you think you guys have been able to kind of cross over and play mixed bills and 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 like both kinds of shows? Um, that all started with uh, Peter from Spy. Um, a couple years ago, we played at the uh, Midnight Hour, 
and uh, Spy invited us to play. And I think from there, people, you know, because Sp- Spy kind of, uh, they're, I think they're a punk band, right? But the hardcore sure. scene <laughs> absolutely loves them. Um, and, and they should. They're one of my favorite bands, for sure. But, you know, it was like Big Boy on that show. Um, Modern Color was a special guest. It was like a mixed bill. And I think, you know, that kind of opened it up right there. People who who normally wouldn't see us got a chance to see us. And because we played with Spy, a lot more bands started reaching out and having us play on, on their shows, which I think is great. You know, like, yeah, awesome. I don't want to go to a, I, I hate, sorry, I don't want to say that word. I just like going to, uh, to like a, a punk show and then you're just listening to punk bands and then in between the show, in between the sets, they're just playing punk music. It's like, dude, you know, like maybe, <laughs> I'm old, maybe I'm old or something, but no. I want to hear a little, a little spice, spice up, which it's something that I like. It's happening more and more often in LA now. Um, the guys that um, I work with, like Nacho from Nothing Less, Roman, Nick, Albert, Andrew, Eugene, they're, they're starting to put these bills together. Like even even CY Fest, right? You just mentioned it. Um, it's it's looking really really mixed, and I think next year's is going to be the best one. Uh, so the lineup looks incredible. Uh, yeah, I'm so happy with that. Um, you know, I'm really proud of like what they're doing. You know, Nacho and I have been friends for a, a long time. Um, and you know, I, I forgot to mention that they're doing the final shows with us. We're, we're we started this together, Nacho and I. Like, we we started the runs in Corrupted Youth about the same time in the in the mid 2000s, and now we're just going to end it together. And That's so sick. you know, he has me kind of like not advise, but you know, insert my opinion whenever it's needed mm-hmm. when like they're doing shows and stuff. And I appreciate that because, you know, these guys are genuine and, and they're running it, you know? And, um, I, I'm just super stoked for what punk rock and hardcore is doing in Los Angeles right now, because it's really starting to shine. The, these mixed bills are incredible. So I don't know if the runs started that, you know, like I'm never ever going to take credit for anything. You know, you'll never see my name on a flyer. Um, people like, you know, my close friends know that, but um, I'm, I'm happy that people are like, listening to my old man yelling at the clouds you know like <laughs> hey dude mix it up yeah you know? no for sure i want to give a shout out to uh or just that i a uh, respect shout out to nacho and corrupted youth and the whole and uh self-sabotage shout yeah, out to hell them yeah. too i uh, played i played some of their stuff on the radio that's probably like two years ago now and um just been following that band and um but yeah, man, like I, I went to uh, CY Fest last year and I was just like, just like having book shows and doing all that and knowing what goes into just doing a local show. And I did like the Your Life in America Fest at Casa de la Raza last year. Um, mm-hmm. And like just knowing what goes into that and the time and like the energy and the logistics, like respect to Nacho, man, because that is like, another level of time and energy like yeah you got to be built different to withstand that and then already planning like next year's fest and it's already like super epic you know what i mean like it's stacked dude i honestly don't know how many more bands are gonna fit on there because it's so stacked (laughs) bands that haven't played in years you know are coming out you know so there's some more headliners to announce that are just gonna like like blows people heads off but yeah it's it's gonna be a great time i'm just i'm just happy to see my friends doing well like you know after this band that, that's what i want to do is kind of mentor people and you know if they're morally sound and they have the right 
um, intentions, then whatever we've learned, I will 100% share that knowledge with you. You know, just email us or because I don't really like to check Instagram and stuff. So if you email us, we'll definitely get you an answer. Um, but yeah, for anyone looking to to do what you know, the guys at Nothing Less or or Lie Detector or SOS or or any of them, right? Like just you know, email me and and I'll give you some of that knowledge. But it mainly starts with yourself. Like you just have to do it yourself. Go to shows. Go to shows throw shows, make friends at shows. It's quite a simple recipe. Yeah. And that's how all those, those booking things start, man. Just, mm-hmm. you know, that's, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Go to shows because you love the music. And if you want to do more then learn how to do it and you make make friends and meet awesome people along the way. Yep. Um, 100%. All right. Well, I forgot to do a station ID like five times. So let me do that no real quick. Uh, we're talking to Nick from the Runts. We're on KZAA ninety six point five FM right now. You're listening to Your Life in America. What's up to all the radio listeners? Thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, thanks for your requests and just all the support lately. It's been awesome. And if you're streaming this show, thanks so much also uh, for the support and for listening. Um, yeah, the Runts are a band from Northeast LA. You can listen to their music um, on Spotify, follow them on Instagram. And we got about six or seven minutes left. We're talking to the front man from the Runts, um, Nick, right now, live from your call. Are you calling from uh, Mount Washington right now? I forgot. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Um, and yeah, so happy Thursday evening to everyone on the freeway, riding in their cars, listening, wherever you're listening from. Thank you for tuning in. So I wanted to ask you, you kind of started going into this a little bit. So I feel like since that giant like Dead City Punks show that happened, that was like <laughs> turned into like a very epic thing in LA um, right mm-hmm. out of the pandemic. Um, there's, I mean, you guys even play and i see videos of just some of the coolest like la punk shows backyard shows i think you guys did a rooftop show recently right yeah we did that, that was a couple of years ago <laughs> or yeah. a couple of years ago yeah um, man that roof was in a cave in dude but yeah <laughs> Jesus. um yeah it's just like i feel like there's kind of this like lore of like fires and outside punk shows and cops and just all that stuff. Um, if you want to just share a little bit about like your experience with playing those kind of shows and and kind of just how that's happened in LA over the last couple of years. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm always in a credit chase uh, to be like the first one that really kicked it off, um, especially after COVID. You know, a lot of people were angry and frustrated, and and you know, in, in the early like those earlier shows even people who didn't listen to punk rock would come out because they just wanted to, you know, have fun or destroy things. Um, yeah. I, which I'm not, you know, a part, like, you know, which I'm not a fan of, right? I, like what I'm really proud of is like circus of disgust. You know, that's something that, that we did with Nacho and Roman and Nick and Albert. And that's, you can get the same environment, all that craziness, but no BS. You know, I remember the first circus of disgust, uh, we found a lot in like South Central. We popped the locks, then we just threw up an address, and and three thousand people showed up. But I stayed at the door the entire time, just telling everybody, "You're here for fun. 
you know um and that's it and it was great i think out of three thousand people there was like two little fights nothing serious happened yes. I, I think the greatest thing was i saw babies being strolled in and grandmas being strolled in and i was like Dude, that's this what's is up insane you know we even got like a carnival ride in there or whatever but um <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's definitely been some of the most memorable times of my life. Um, right now, a lot of those things can't happen because, you know, the cops, uh, they, they have private accounts that follow, you know, the bands that have been doing that. And so it's really like I wanted our last show to be at G Park, but there's just no way. They actually, for a, for a few months, had like a police substation just parked at the at the park twenty four seven. And anything, anytime it got a little rowdy, you know, they would just come out and stop it right away. So, unfortunately, it's gonna have to take a pause. But yeah. you know, we're trying to find ways of going around it. You know, I th I think circus to discuss. What you, we're talking about it's just hard. It's just hard. You know, it's something yeah. that there's there's a few things about that that particular show that we must keep. It's always got to be free, you know, and everybody's got to be welcome. But when you start moving it in places, you know, we spend our own money. And like last time, we all lost thousands of dollars, you know, um, and we're not complaining about it. It's just it's getting bigger and bigger and it's costing more and more. So we're just trying to figure out how we can accomplish that uh, without charging because it should it should never happen. For sure. The lineup was epic last year. Yeah, combust was, sheer tear <laughs> yeah it was oh my god it was so fun uh, dude i i love those events haggis was like dude, it was crazy it was a mixed bill you know um but yeah yeah i, I get really excited for that so so uh, hopefully we can make something happen soon but um right now the cops are a little po'd <laughs> you know yeah as expected unfortunately yeah 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 they've sent undercovers and stuff you know and so man there's a bunch uh, of other stuff they could be focusing on yeah truly you know but i don't know they just uh they're focusing their energy on some on some stuff that isn't warranted i guess yeah um all right well i wanted to finish up by asking you if you can think back on if you have one particular standout show you've played with the runts or just any really memorable um, shows that you guys have played? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we, we touched on Sound and Fury. Like, that was definitely one of them. Uh, when we headlined the Lodge Room, that's certainly up there. But um, I, I think the first time when I was like, holy cow, this is uh, insane, was we were on tour with our homies from the Garden, and we were in Denver, Colorado. First time ever being there. And it's like, 15 minutes before we're we're supposed to play and the crowd just like it's sold out right there's hundreds of people in there and every single person was cheering our name runs runs run. and i remember just standing backstage so yeah i was standing backstage with like tommy midnight it, all, our whole band there is there and tommy midnight's there and we're and he's like dude they're cheering your name and i'm like that's crazy that's <laughs> that has to be probably the most memorable show just because it sticks in my head i could hear them still saying that and so was that i gotta give a big played? uh yeah right before we played Damn, yeah you just started it, throwing up even more huh dude, <laughs> exactly exactly yeah i was so nervous but dude the garden like i have a lot of love for them we're family now um you know i have to give a big shout out to them because they're the ones who really put the, the runs on them and tom tom you know that's kind of how it happened um so I appreciate them, you know, 
that, that that had to be definitely the most memorable show. For sure, that's sick. Um, and then one last thing: if there's just any uh, like new or younger or upcoming bands from anywhere that you want to just uh, shout out for people to check out. Yeah, um, hopefully I don't make any friends mad because I, I could sit here for two hours shouting out all my homies. Of course, yeah. Um, you know, but but just because I haven't said any of these names in a minute, um, definitely Rabbit, um, The Rails, uh, Brainwash, Chimera, um, SOH. Uh, I, I think that's pretty much it right now. Sick. Well, um Thanks so much again for taking the time, man. I, I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, of course. Much respect to you for for just carrying such a dope band and and such a cool thing on for so long and being able to. You, you could kind of just see it when like I'm, I was looking through your your guys' flyers and stuff. Like, there's just you can tell there's a lot of love um, for your band, and you guys have a really good like reputation too. You know. Like yeah, everyone that I talk to about the runs is like, oh, like Nick is like the best dude ever, and like you know they're just like <laughs> they the don't know me. <laughs> they're just like the best guys, and that's not always how it goes in the world of punk and hardcore, you know. So, um, yeah, and shout out to Dustin from Rapid Skate Shop. He he's the one. Oh who, yeah, definitely. Hey, yeah. Rapid Skate Shop, and yeah, for sure. My bad for forgetting that. That's the homie right there. No, they're releasing a uh, skate video soon, so make sure you guys check that out. For sure, yeah. But he's like, he was telling me he's all, yo, like Dustin or uh, Nick's like the coolest dude. And then we met you at uh, Sound and Fury, or you were just like walking by, and we met and talked for a little bit. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, so much respect to you, man, and and much love and respect to the runts and um yeah i should be able to make it out to one of, i think i'll come to the bent blue night of uh the lodge room gigs cool yeah please do and uh it's been an honor talking to you man i appreciate you so much seriously um thank you it's it's incredible to have these opportunities so thank you of course i'm gonna send you the the career soldiers guys uh <laughs> Instagram, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> gotta send it to you. I'm gonna send him the flyer too. <laughs> oh my god! All right, man. Have a good rest of your Thursday night. Hey, you too. Be safe, okay? All right, peace. Hey, man. Peace.